Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Welcome back with another episode of Top Tier Tactics, where I think if another RB1 goes down to injury, I'm just going to cry in the fetal position. Bud, how are you? I would cry, but in one league, I have like 12 running backs that I could start. So, you know, I'm feeling good. Yeah, but like, it kinda, it's, it's kind of sad that right when you feel like you got a good team going on, you feel like you got some momentum going, boom, RB goes out or they get an unexpected injury like Aaron Jones. You know, it's 2020. I don't know if you knew that or not. So... Surprising? Not at all. Well, what would be surprising at this point? Uh, I have no idea. We'll find out next week, I'm I, sure. <laughs> I, I feel like if we have like a healthy week, that'd be surprising. That won't happen. You sure about that? Yeah. You know, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. I hope so. So we got, of course, the NFL headlines. We got the clutch starts and sits. We got the doo-doo players of the week. We got the stars are born. I think this is going to be a pretty good episode. I would. You want to get into it? Let's do it. NFL headlines: Miles Sanders, Devontae Freeman, Mark Ingram, Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, Allen Robinson, all did not practice. Yep, that's just sad. Wow. I, I hate this list. It pisses me off. That's a, that's a lot of RB ones, RB twos, a AJ, lot of must starts. AJ Brown is not a concern. I'm not worried about him. The, they came out today and said, not a concern. He will be playing. He, Everyone else is a major concern. A, a, this is, I think, the third week in a row. A.J. Brown has not practiced on a Thursday, so I think this is going to be his designated rest day for the year. Uh, Miles Sanders, I feel like we expected him to not play. I think I expect another week or two without him. Devontae Freeman, he's a little bit of unfortunate. A lot of people are leaning on him. Mark Ingram, I don't feel like it matters this much. Uh, he kind of lost his starting role. Aaron Jones is the frustrating one for a lot of people, considering he was the RB1 uh, going into the season. Joe Mixon, he's also a little bit of a disappointment, did not practice, considering how much they downplayed his injury in a way. And then Allen Robinson in concussion protocol. Uh, I mean, it's hard to play Sunday after getting a concussion Monday night. Yeah, I, I don't see it happening. No, now really Julian don't. Edelman. Oh, sorry. Did you have any closing thoughts? No, 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 no. Okay, cool. Julian Edelman had knee surgery. Uh, we'll be out a few weeks. Uh, no one cares. Yeah, how old is he? I think he's about 33. 33 can, knee surgery. Disappointing so far this year. Uh, what's the surprise he does not come back this year? I mean, he's 34. Do I think he's coming back? I, I think he'll come back, but not viable for fantasy at all. And Is he droppable? Yeah. Now, if he's eligible for the IR spot, would you rather have somebody else? No, I mean, if you have no one else you can pick up on the IR, you're you're going to hold Edelman and go from there. But he hasn't been producing. That offense looks horrible. Cam got benched off, uh, against the Niners last week. It, you're not going to feel comfortable putting him in your lineup at all, and I'm sure there is matchups you'd rather like as well. Now, Julian Edelman can go on the IR in your spot, or would you rather pick up uh, Rashad Penny and put him in your IR spot? 
uh, I would rather have Edelman. Rather have Edelman. Yeah. Okay. I you know I kind of think I like the RB upside in your IR slot. Yeah. Uh, Carson unfortunately hasn't been injured right now. Carlos Hyde is even questionable to play, and then Travis Homer is even questionable to play right now. The fourth string RB might get uh, his chance to shine in uh, Seattle. That's a little. Is he playing? Because he's on the IR. Who? So, Rashad Penny? Yeah, no, no, so he's, he's still on he's the not IR. Playing. But it, it, it's something to potentially stash on, considering he did look pretty good the few games he played last year. And, uh, I mean, I'd imagine once he's healthy, he's going to take over Carlos Hyde. I don't know. Is that fair? I would like to see it. You'd like to see it? I would like to see it to believe it. If if Hyde is healthy, I think they're going Hyde all the way. Yeah. Hyde but, has been playing pretty decent. But, I mean, injuries happen. I think it's more of a long shot. Edelman, you know, will be back and have a role. You don't know what's actually going to happen. But if you wanted a long shot RB, then, yeah, you could do Penny. Yeah, but how cool would you feel if it ends up working out? You'd feel great. Yeah. Now, Minshew has a thumb fracture. He's questionable to play, surprisingly. Does it affect that much is the real question. Uh, Minshew, you're not starting. I mean, you're not starting. I think it's the receivers, James Robinson. I think they are going to be the ones you are questioning at this point. Yeah, I could I could definitely agree on that. But I mean, is James Robinson? They are going to feed James Robinson on a regular basis every week, over and over and over again. And so I don't see it's not going to change too much on that front. But wide receivers, yes, you can you can take that. Uh, pretty sure they have a bye this week, though. Correct? Honestly, I'm not sure. As a, uh, if he if they were playing this week. He's for yeah. They do have a bye this week, just by the way. Yeah. So if, then he, if they had a game this week, he for sure would not play. Yeah. So the, so they're gonna be just watching and waiting, see what hap- see what's hap- what happens with his situation. But he probably won't play next week. I think they'll go run heavy, um, and then whoever the quarterback is, will will go from there. Chark will be the main target, though. Chark will always be the main target. I think he has earned must start category, or is that too early? Yeah, I mean, you're looking at him as like a wide receiver three to wide receiver two. He's definitely not a wide receiver one, but not with his quarterback. He's, he's definitely a, a dynasty guy you want to have for sure. All righty, now Michael Thomas, Dalvin Cook, Philip Lindsay. We'll talk about in a second. Josh Jacobs, Tyler Higby, and Sterling Shepard all had limited practice sessions. Now Philip Lindsay, he technically did not practice. So if you look at his injury report, it's a did not practice, but he had a non-contact jersey on and he was doing individual drills. So that is the right step for him to get cleared for Sunday. I'm going to put him as a 50-50. Lindsay? Yes, Lindsay. 50-50 yeah. shot. Yeah, I mean, that's going to hurt Melvin Gordon Yeah, if th- Lindsay's back in. We'll th- see how much, how healthy he is to actually play him and see if it's just going to be all volume for Gordon, but... You want, if you're a Gordon owner, you obviously want Lindsay not to play. Oh, yeah, for sure. Last Sunday, Lindsay had less touches and more yards before the injury. Uh, they had a 50 50 split going into the game, snap count wise. Uh, I'd imagine they would do the same if he does play, but uh, Melvin Gordon is going to get the majority of the carries, of course, if he is not. Uh, Michael Thomas, that is a good sign for him. Uh, I know a lot of people were. Very scared that he would not play this Sunday. Him getting a limited practice session on Friday definitely puts him in a good spot. Dalvin Cook, they already said he's going to play, so they're definitely going to make sure that he's healthy. Tyler Higby 
is the questionable one. Of course, he did not play Monday night on a short turnaround. How comfortable do you feel? Do you want to start him though? In no, the first he place? lost. Like uh, to me, it's uh, I would rather have other options, but a hundred percent other options. So, like T.J. Hawkinson or Higby, yes. Hawkinson, Hawkinson, right? Evan Ingram or Higby. Uh, Evan Ingram. Okay, uh, Jimmy G. Which Jimmy Graham. G? Are you talking about Graham? Oh, okay, the the, the real Graham. one, the real one. Oh, okay, cool, uh, cool. Throw it out there. Wow. Um, Trey Burton. Indianapolis. Higby. Higby. Okay, yeah. so so we're looking at like tight end two to tight end three. <laughs> yes. So I mean, like, it, it, to me, it's like don't don't mess with him. Yes, I would rather have Gerald. Don't Everett. have him on your team. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Gerald Everett, in my opinion, would have the better shot. Sterling Shepard, he did look pretty good in the game that he played, so I expect him to play, and I expect him to be a pretty good start. We're gonna, we're definitely going to discuss that later on. Of course, when we're talking about the clutch starts and sits, Jalen Rieger will play Sunday night against the Cowboys. Are you putting him in? I don't think you put him in right away. If you, it is bye week though. It's a good amount of bye weeks right now. If you don't have another option, you can. I wouldn't feel comfortable. I want to see what is actually going to go on. But it is a great, juicy matchup against Dallas. Yeah, you know Carson Wentz you know. is going to air it out. Uh, they're not going to be able to move the ball. Probably run. They're probably not going to be able to run the ball as much as they'd like without Miles Sanders. I think they're definitely going to be airing it out. But the question is, is on the other side of the football, Andy Dalton not expected to play. So right now they have their seventh round quarterback. Yeah, he's got a weird name. I'll look it up for you in a second. Uh, while you let me know what you think about John Brown and Deontay Johnson practicing in full. That great news for Deontay Johnson. Uh, obviously he killed it last week when he came back. Um, it really hurt Chase Claypool and uh <sighs> Claypool at this point, if if everyone's there, it's going to be hard to start him on a regular basis. Really didn't have much. Juju actually kind of showed up a little bit more last week. Nine targets, thir- or 13 targets, nine catches, 84, 85 yards. Uh, but it is a good sign to see Deontay Johnson coming back uh, against uh, a stout Baltimore Ravens defense. Also, John Brown coming back. It's good news for Stefan Diggs. Try to open it up a little bit. And then hopefully Josh Allen gets back on track with what he does. Because I, I do think um, what's going to happen is Gilmore is going to be on Stefan Diggs on a regular basis. Kind of shadow him a little bit more than usual. And then John Brown is going to be the main option and kind of benefit this week. Yeah, I fully agree there. Of course, we're going to talk about this matchup a whole lot more. Later on in the episode, the Cowboys' seventh-round quarterback is named Ben DiNucci. That's a cool name. How do you feel about it? I feel like he's going to throw four picks in the first half. So is the Eagles' defense a start, even though they are uh, not the best of defenses? I mean, you de- yeah, uh, you you should be considering it. Would you- Against a third-string quarterback, he has talent. They'll probably run the ball heavy, but that front is very good for Philadelphia. Uh, Darius Slay is probably going to be on Amari Cooper. I would feel comfortable starting it. Yeah, I fully agree. I think that'll be a decent start. So that wraps up the big name news. And then, of course, let's get to the claims of the week. 
Clutch Stars and Sits of the Week. Pittsburgh versus Baltimore. This is going to be a fun game. We just talked about Deontay Johnson. We just mentioned Juju. You just mentioned Claypool. Now, let's rank the receivers. Last week, we had a ranking. I think this week is going to be a much different ranking. Let me hear it. Uh, Deontay Johnson. Okay. Is going to be my first guy. And then it's actually going to be Juju. Okay. And then Claypool. Okay. So this is a turnaround from last week. Last week, we had Claypool near the end. Yes. I mean, not Claypool. Sorry. Juju. Yes. And I, I still don't feel comfortable with all of them. Um, uh, except Deontay Johnson, but Claypool, it, it, it showed last week when, uh, Deontay Johnson came back, there really wasn't a massive amount of targets. I do think the Ravens defense is very good, but Roethlisberger is pretty good too. I mean, six and Steelers. I, I think this is actually where Steelers get their first loss. Really? Yeah. Now I think the Steelers are Super Bowl contenders. I do want to mention that the weather's for the games this week. The weathers. The weathers. You I like that? Yeah, I, I, I didn't I'm going to use that. I love it. It's plural. It. Uh, what the weathers <laughs> for this week is pretty abysmal when you go around. For example, the Raiders versus the Browns are expected to have show, uh, a windy overcast with 25 mile, mile love it. per hour winds. Feed, feed them all uh, The day. Saints and the Bears, 37 degrees, 22 mile per hour winds. And let's go to the Minnesota and the Packers where they have 35 degree weather and 26 mile per hour winds. So I feel like a lot of people need to consider the weather when starting players, especially kickers. I mean, yeah. I, know, I know we're going to knock on kickers a little bit or we, people do knock on kickers, but it is an important number to look at. When kickers we're talking are about people weather. too. They are weather. They are people and they're going <laughs> to get you fantasy points. They are weather. They are weather. They are weathers. <laughs> so, Back to the topic on hand, uh, the Steelers, James Conner, he's going to be a must-start. Roth, Roethlisberger, he's been a startable quarterback. I don't know if I'd do it against th- the Ravens, though. I think you said him. You said him? I think you said him. With the weather and the Ravens' defense, uh, I think you said him. Okay, okay. Now, James Conner is actually losing a decent amount of touches to Benny Snell. I love it. Snell it up. Uh, I'm going to disagree there. I think James Conner is miles ahead of Snell. But Well, yeah, but Snell it up. Snell keep, it up. keep keep giving Snell some work. I like Snell. You like Snell. I, 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 I do don't. like Snell. I hate his name. I, I can't imagine somebody named Benny Snell being you, a starting running you back. Jealous? Sorry. It's almost as bad as Terry McLaurin. Uh, on the wow. Ravens side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I said it. On the Ravens side, I'm not expecting Mark Ingram to play. So now there is a two headed monster now in the backfield. Is there now? J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. <laughs> I think Dobbins is the main main guy we'll see but mark ingram this backfield is bothersome is it worse than the niners backfield it reminds me of the patriots backfield which one's worse rank the three uh, ravens niners patriots oh god patriots are the first worst first worst yeah because they've been doing it longer And, and they're not as effective yeah um i would say Second worst, probably the Niners. Third worst would be the the Ravens. I, I would flip it just because I feel like the Niners are more efficient at running. Are we talking about? You said the backfield. Yeah, let's the, say, yeah, yeah. Who, who'd How, you ra- like? Yeah, yeah. The who'd backfield. Who'd rather start? Who'd I rather start? Yeah. Well, you don't know who you're going to start with the Niners. Exactly. I mean, you got people everywhere. 
Okay, okay. So, like, it, Patriots, same thing. You have no idea what you're going to do. At least Ravens, you know, they drafted J.K. Dobbins. Okay. And and they want to use him. And then you have Gus Edward back there, too. And, and Mark Ingram is losing his spot. He's getting a little old. Yeah, but little at least you know those two guys. And at this point, the Niners running backs are hurt. No namers that haven't been there. And you, we'll see who produce. We'll see. We'll see what happens. This game. Okay. Now, uh, Hollywood Brown, he is my buy low target. Okay. I think he, he's been getting receptions. I mean, sorry, not receptions. He's been getting targets and he's moving down the field. His depth of target is very high. So when you catch a pass with uh, Hollywood Brown, you're going to get some decent amount of points. But he hasn't been as productive as people expected him. So, But he has one of the juiciest late-year schedules. So I think he is an amazing by low target. Uh, I don't know what you think about it. Yeah, I would that, like to hear your opinion. That offense just scares me a little bit. It it, it really does. Uh, Lamar Jackson will get back on track. I see that happening. My issue with Marquise Brown is a deep threat. That's that's what he does. I mean, he, he's a very good, fast wide receiver. The longest one that he's had this year is 47 yards. Don't get me wrong. That's a good amount. But one touchdown in general, you have almost six targets a game. The last two games, he had eight and ten and then six. It's just not a lot of targets for me, and I don't see the targets increasing that much more. The, the win he had 10 targets was against Cincinnati. Yes. I don't I don't see the targets increasing. So his ending year schedule, he goes against Tennessee, then the hardest matchup would be Pittsburgh, Dallas, Cleveland, Jacksonville, and then the Giants. I feel like if a wide receiver is going to produce in that matchup, Marquise Brown would be a pretty decent spot. And when we talk about buy low, I feel like you could actually get him for the low, we're not talking about uh, Zeke Elliott, you know, having his bad couple games, and all of a sudden you can throw John Brown at him by low, and you know we're sitting here questioning why the other opponent didn't accept that trade. I if feel I'm, like you can actually realistically get him. If I'm buying him low, okay. he's probably on my bench, and I'm waiting and seeing what he does, especially against that Dallas matchup. If if I can't see him get over a hundred yards and a touchdown in at least a couple of these games, it. I mean, especially Dallas. He should have a long bomb against Dallas, for sure. He should. The, Dallas is a horrible defense. Uh, I get what you're saying. He'd be on my bench. He probably wouldn't be a start for a while until I see what actually happens there. Yeah, I feel like he's definitely a matchup start, but he's yeah. going to have a lot of good matchups. You just got to pick out which ones. Are. Yes, exactly. Uh, but let's move on to the Rams and the Dolphins. This is going to be an exciting game. How Tua, exciting is it going to be? Tua, his first start. Ooh, Unfortunately, he goes against Aaron Donald. And, uh, you know, I'm a Niners fan, so, uh, of course, I dislike the the Rams. But what is more annoying than the Rams is the announcers hyping up Aaron Donald every other play. Do you, do you find that? I don't. You it don't? Must, it must be a Niner thing. It must be a Niner thing. I don't know. Like, every single time, Monday night, Sunday night. You seem salty. Aaron Donald breathes, and then everyone's like, look at that deep breath that he took. It was amazing. That's why he's the best in the NFL. Can you breathe like Donald? Apparently not, because he does it better than everybody somehow. That's what but, it seems like. <laughs> you would be correct. So the Rams defense, I think they're a must start. Tua, his first game, Aaron Donald's going to go off. He's going to be a beast. I mean, Tua is a little bit mobile, but I expect them to not 
have him run around considering the last time he did, uh, he broke his hip. The Dolphins don't necessarily have the best options at wide receiver. Devontae Parker is going to get shadowed by Jalen Ramsey. Mike Gusecki, I, I, I won't start him in this matchup. Miles My, Gaskin is the only potential start in this, right? Yeah, it. I, I totally agree. Rams defense is a must start. There's going to be turnovers. Tua is going to have a turnover or two. A rookie first actual game playing against a very good defense and top flight wide receiver is going to be shadowed by Ramsey the whole game. I think Preston Williams could actually get a decent amount of targets uh, trying to stay away from Ramsey. But yeah, the only start is going to be Gaskin and I'm a little concerned about that in general. Yeah, I know they're going to want to run the ball, try to keep the quarterback comfortable as much as possible, but... uh, I don't know what the coach was thinking. Putting Tua in against the Rams out of all teams? I don't understand this matchup. I don't understand his logic. You're just feeding him to the Wolves at this point. I don't want a Josh Rosen, my quarterback, where you just kill his confidence, and then all of a sudden he just can't get over that hump. Uh, I think it's a mistake. But on the Rams side, I'm starting everybody. Daryl Henderson, must start. If he plays, of course. We're still waiting for a report on him. Uh, I think he'll play. Uh, my uh, Mar- Marquise, not Marquise Brown, Malcolm Brown. I think he's a low end flex. He was able to find his way into the end zone. He's a little bit of a touchdown dependent back at this point. But if you are in a PPR format, he usually comes away with two to three catches. Uh, I mean, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, all solid plays. Jared Goff, I'm going to put him as a nice streamer for you. I would probably stay away from Goff. Just, really? Yeah, because I think they could be up early and then just run the ball with Henderson. I think Henderson can have a big game. But, yeah, I, I definitely understand the play there, and I, I totally agree. Starting all those wide receivers for sure. Yeah. Now let's move on to the Jets and the Chiefs. This game should be uh, – I mean, this game – nobody should be watching this game, but everybody's going to be watching this game because we have a certain running back on the Chiefs that is going against the legendary coach of Adam Case. Now – are we starting Love Bell? I, I hope Love Bell has seven touchdowns this game. He's not I, <laughs> like a, like I hope he destroys. Um, but I, I think he will get a touchdown. I think if they're in the goal line, I think Andrew Reid will give him a shot. He's a very good back that can run, but Hilaire is going to get the main carries. So do you, how do you think the Jets players feel about Le'Veon Bell? Everyone I, hates Le'Veon Bell. Do do they? Do you really think so? I feel like he was the only one that actually wanted to be a Jet. No, I'm talking about like Steelers hate him. Okay. He's not a. The players are not a fan of him, but the Jets players understand because their head coach is Adam Gase. Okay, so do you think like if he gets the ball, they're gonna go half speed, or do you think they're gonna try a little bit harder to make sure he doesn't have a huge game? I, I don't know if they care that much to be totally honest. I, I think they're worried about trying to get one win on the board. <laughs> What if they get it against the Chiefs? What would happen? Adam Gase definitely won't be fired. He if he you're zero and seven. There hasn't even been a talk about you getting fired. Is kind of ridiculous. But I'm not going to get back on this rant again. If if Adam Gase gets a win against the Chiefs, he's not getting fired this year. No way. He's not going to win. There's no way that team wins. I believe in Adam Gase. They're they're going to have to put up at least twenty eight points to beat the Chiefs. Hey, they could do it. That's not going to happen. That is not going to happen. Give it to Michael P. Ryan. Max they get this game is maybe 20 points. That's pretty good. Maybe. That's not bad. That's pretty good. It's not going to get you the win. Uh, Hey, but that'll get him the participation medal that keeps him the job. 
until next year. So LaMichael P. Ryan, a lot of running backs hurt, a lot of running backs on buys, such as James Robinson. LaMichael P. Ryan is going to be an intriguing start. Would you do it? I would probably not. You'd probably not. I, I would try to find another option or get a wide receiver like Scotty Miller. But what if and, it, and put what, him in my flex than having a what if you don't have the ability back. to put him on your flex? I have to put him as a running back. Yes. What are my options? Give me give me some different options. Okay. Um, Lamichael P. Ryan mm-hmm. or Jamichael Hastley. Hastley. Okay. Shoot, that, that that was a pretty tough one for me. Uh, okay, Lamichael P. Ryan or an injured Carlos Hyde. An injured Carlos Hyde. Because as of right now, he's injured with a tight hamstring. He's not 100%. But no one's 100% in that backfield. Exactly. I would Unlo- probably I would go Carlos Hyde because of touchdown upside because that offense is very good. Okay, LaMichael Pirine or Alexander Madison? Uh, Pirine. Pirine? Just because he's the starter. Okay. Lam- well, well Frank or blah, blah, blah. But uh, Pirine. I, I think Dalvin Cook is going to get a good amount. Madison didn't show up again. So Michael Pirine or Scotty Miller. Not Scotty Miller. Well, actually, let's go Scotty Miller first. I would do Scotty Miller. Scotty Miller. Okay. Michael Pirine or Boston Scott? Boston Scott. Boston Scott. By far. Okay. Corey Corey Clement? No. No. I'd rather go Pirine. I do Pirine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, I feel like we got a pretty good gauge. I like it. Now, on the Chiefs side, Michael Hardman, we're not going to do it? No. So Terry Kill hasn't been as impressive as we hoped he would be. He's been good, no complaints. But he hasn't had a massive breakout yes. game. Yes, what, what he exactly. normally does is pretty exactly. much what you're talking about, right? Yes. I mean, he's been solid. He's been well worth it because he's been healthy, while other top receivers have not been healthy. But we wanted to see a bigger upside from Tyreek Hill. Do you want me to tell you something that's going to happen today? Oh no. Okay. Uh, well, at the game, uh, he's going to score a 60 yard touchdown. A 60 yard touchdown? Yeah, That's he's going to have a big game. He's okay. g- he's going to have a big game. Come on, just uh, one 60 yard touchdown? I see 25 points at least. 25 points. At okay. Least. Standard. 25 points? Yep. Okay, there we go. Lock it in. Lock it in. You might as well just hit the hot take button for you. Oh, right there. you sure? Yeah, just, just it's not a hot take because it's the truth. Hot take. The same. Wow. Okay. Now, Minnesota Vikings. At the Packers. Hmm, interesting. I mean, 20, 35 degrees, like I said, windy, mostly cloudy, 26 mile per hour winds. Uh, I don't think they're going to be airing it out but, but as much. Are you, are you sure about that? Because I got a button over here. Oh, boy, hit it. Business is booming. Game of the week. Oh, so we're just throwing my opinion out the window, huh? Threw it in the garbage. I, I can I feel it. Uh, I mean, I, I kind of agree. This could be a massive game of the week. I mean, you have a lot of fantasy implications. Aaron Jones, he's screwing a lot of people this week. Hopefully, you have Jamal Williams. I mean, he had a 90% snap count last week against the Texans, so Jamal Williams should be a fantastic start if Aaron Jones is gone. And even if Aaron Jones is there, Jamal Williams is still going to be a good start. Now, uh, Lazard is practicing. Have you known that? I did hear that. Yes. I, did. I, did. I mean, I don't expect him to play, no. but he's practicing. Uh, Robert Tunyon, I like him this week. I think he's going to be a good start. Uh, fortunately, there aren't many better tight ends out there for you, so you're going to do that regardless. On the other side of the football. Okay. Justin Jefferson. 
looks pretty good, but <laughs> would you start him in this weather and against this matchup? I probably wouldn't start him. Thielen would be my main start. Dalvin Cook would be obviously a main start, but Kirk Cousins is not playing very well, uh, even though Justin Jefferson has been doing his thing. Uh, I, I see a lower-end game for him. Still a viable option as a flex option to maybe a wide receiver three, but I think Thielen's going to get more of the targets. I think they're going to run the ball a good amount with Dalvin Cook coming back, uh, mixing a little bit of Madison, but I... I would try to stay away and find a better option with a higher ceiling. So I think Justin Jefferson is going to have a bigger game than Adam Thielen. Okay. Because who is Jair Alexander going to cover? You think he's just going to cover uh, uh, Mr. Thielen? I think so too. Okay. And just and right now Jair Alexander is the best cornerback in the NFL. I mean, uh, right now I think the uh, what is that? What, what do they call it? What do they call it? Passer rating when thrown to him is about 13 right now. That is abysmal for the quarterback. Amazing for him. Isn't that your IQ? Uh, I mean, you're giving me a lot of credit, but <laughs> yes. Uh, great point. I, I do like that point. And we'll see. Okay. So I, I think Justin Jefferson is a very good play this week. Uh, now, the Indianapolis Colts versus the Lions. I do. Uh, before we go into this game, I just want to make sure everybody knows Devontae th- Adams, you're going to must start him, of course. Uh, MVS, no. Anybody else, no. What about uh, Aaron Rodgers against a weak Vikings team? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're starting him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just Uh, wanted to make sure we got everybody out there. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Nice job, nice job. I like it. Now, the Colts at the Lions. The Lions pulled out a miraculous victory. It was a fun game to watch. Uh, You know, this is why people buy a red zone. They went from the Falcons to the Colts. To the uh, no, screw the Colts. Sorry, not the Colts. <laughs> the Falcons, Detroit, and then they went to the Browns game winner. Oh, it, it, it was a fantastic red zone experience last weekend. I hope we consistently see that again. But back on track, uh, jo- Jonathan Taylor, he's been getting production off of volume, but not actual production due to productivity. You know what I mean? I, I get what you're saying. You get what I'm saying? You. you Picking up what I'm throwing down? I'm picking up what you're throwing down. Okay, but regardless, he's still going to be the RB2 for you. He's still must start. So since Hines has been gone, okay, he's had 13, 17, 12, and Hines? 12 carries. Hines? Are we talking about Marlon Mack or uh, Hines? Sorry, Marlon Mack. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm acting like you now. Thank you. You know, you're welcome. So the touches, he's probably going to get at least 14 to 15 touches a game, uh, sometimes more. He's going to be a start. But you're a little sad about it. I'm definitely a little sad. Oh, actually, I'm not that sad because I expected him to be not that great. But with the volume that he's getting and the opportunity he has with the offensive line, semi-decent to probably below average wide receivers, below average quarterback, unfortunately. Well, uh, I mean, Philip Rivers sucks. Yes. Let's let's, let's make that very clear. Okay. There's a reason the, uh, the Chargers went away from him. Rivers is not the answer. They need a quarterback there. Offensive line should be a lot, playing a lot better than what they are. They, they have a lot of talent in the front end. But Jonathan Taylor had 17, 12, 7, 13, and 11 fantasy points. Um, so he is a viable option. You're going to get like a low-end RB2, but that's not what you're expecting when people are drafting. They were hyping him up to being a, a top-tier RB1 on a regular basis, right? I think this solidifies Marlon Mack as being a pretty good running back. And no touchdowns as well. I wanted to add that. Yeah. That's, oh, no, sorry. Yeah. Three he, touchdowns, he rushing, he zero, zero catching. Yeah, there we go. Now, on the Lions side, DeAndre Swift, he's been playing some pretty good football lately. Yeah. I like him as a start. 
I still like Adrian Peterson as a start. I just think Swift has a lot more upside because he does catch a pass or two out of the backfield. Kenny Galladay, he's just a monster. He's a beast. You put him in your wide receiver one spot, set it and forget it. He is going against Xavier Rhodes, who's playing some pretty good football lately, but you're not going to bench Kenny Galladay. You're benching him. Just kidding. Yeah, thank you. I was about, I was about to turn around and give you a little, one of those dead yeah, stares. He, he's a must-start. DeAndre Swift, I, I, I agree on that. Targets, he's getting at least four targets a game. Oh. So you can feel comfortable with at least some sort of a floor for a, a PPR standard. And they're going to try to move in. And Adrian Peterson's not the long-term solution there. So they are going to have to work in some people and try to find if they have an answer with Swift or not. Is Carryon uh, Johnson the answer? Carryon <laughs> Johnson is definitely not the answer. I think we uh, uh, we we saw that last year, and I think we've seen it even more this year, yeah. especially with them drafting uh, DeAndre Swift. I, I would not be surprised if they took another running back in next you year's think so? draft. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I feel yeah, like I right now they're just taking them and seeing what hits. What it seems like what they're doing is, you know, Fat Patricia um, – Patricia, fat, fat Trisha, whatever, fat whatever, Trisha. whatever we call him, uh, is trying to do the New England way, which is getting a multiple running backs, mixing it up a little bit here and there, and I think he'll stick with that. So yeah, uh, the drafting a running back this year is a great idea. So the Kenny Galladay scared a lot of owners today. So let, let me tell you why. I don't know if you've heard this. I have not. I'm I'm interested. I'm intrigued. The Giants reached out. And asked, what would it take to get Kenny Galladay? They, he probably, he, he told his agent, don't you ever try to, I'm not going. I'm not signing anything. <laughs> How would you feel, though, with Danny Dimes? That would be a fantastic for Danny Dimes. He would get an elite wide receiver one. It would be great for him. Do you think he'd still turn over the ball every yes. game yeah. two to three times? Yeah, it's death okay. taxes so and Danny Dimes with a turnover. It's, <laughs> Good it's how it works. But so uh, I read the report because, you know, I'm a huge Kenny Galladay guy. I want him on my fantasy roster at all times. So when I saw those reports, I immediately, you know, you, you know when you like you get scared and then you feel your stomach like drop and you're kind of like worried and you don't really know what to do or how to react. You shit yourself. Yeah. Ba- ba- <laughs> so was that lack, too aggressive? Lack, lack of better words, but yes. That's never happened to me before. Okay. Just wanted to reach out. Or it has. Who knows? We do, I mean. We don't know. No, nobody can prove it at this point, right? <laughs> so No I, picture, no proof. <laughs> so I mean, that that was my morning. That was my scare of the morning. Uh, I really hope it doesn't happen for Kenny Galladay's sake. So, like, let's let's discuss this. Oh, okay? my. No, so please not. There's. There's no way okay. the Lions will ever trade Galladay. No. Who do they have? So it's not you can, is Marvin Jones gonna be your number one? I mean, he's not a number one, and while Kenny Galladay was hurt for the first three games, he was absolutely abysmal. Marvin Jones is a good wide receiver. He is a Don't good wide receiver. Don't get me wrong, but he's not a number one. Yes. They have a Kenny Galladay, number one, which is a younger wide receiver that is going to be great. Like a I'm not gonna say a Calvin Johnson, but you know, I think he's it, better. You think he's better than Calvin Johnson? I, I, I would. Be I would disagree with that. I need to see more out of him if he's going to be a Calvin Johnson esque wide receiver. But I understand the Giants' perspective because they need help. But he is not. They they should definitely not. Drive. I like what the Giants are doing. I mean, Kenny Galladay is a young guy, young big guy, but he is coming up on a contract. Kenny Galladay is going to get paid. 
yes, this offseason or next offseason. Uh, so, I mean, I can understand why the Lions would dump him because they probably can't afford him. I'm not sure why they can't afford him. Who else are they paying? Do Lions have cap? Uh, you know what? Uh, probably not this year. Definitely nope. not this they'll year. I doubt any team has cap. You know what? While while, while, him, while you keep discussing, I'm going to look it up. You want me to keep going on the same Lions-Colts game, or can I move to the hey, next you, you one? You can move on. Actually, you, you know you have the, the Las here. Vegas Raiders against the Cleveland Browns, which is going to be a rainy, stormy monster, it looks like. Uh, at least some sloppy field play, which is going to be great for Josh Jacobs. It's going to be great for your boy Hunt. And I think you're starting both the running backs very comfortably. Obviously, I think that both of them can have some big games. The real question is, is Jarvis Landry going to be healthy and actually be viable? I, I think he will be. I think he's going to be a wide receiver too. Baker's not going to really have any other options. The Oakland Raiders, Henry Ruggs. I'm not touching any of the wide receivers for, yes, and not touching Nelson Aguilar. I'm, I'm staying away from the wide receivers. Darren Waller is the guy I want. Josh Jacobs is the guy I want in this game. Other than that, I'm going to stay away. I think it's going to be not too, too high of a scoring game. So before I yell at you. Let's let's hear it. Yell at me, dude. Let's um, hear it. Team cap space, as of what I'm looking up over the cap, says they have $14 million this year. They'll uh, have plenty of money to do extension then. For I don't next know. Year for, I mean, uh, they, they pay Trey Flowers, Trey Flowers a decent amount of money for him to be absolutely unproductive. Uh, let's see. Marvin Jones' base salary is six million. That's actually a lot more than I expected out of him. Okay, okay. Th- I I think they can make it work. I don't know yeah, if they, they def- want to. I, I definitely think they'll want to. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean they, they should. You, you got to get Galladay. They should. Keep I mean, that. You would if think. they don't, I mean, Oakland Raiders are available as well. No, oh, we'll take get Galladay. him anywhere. We'll get take Galladay. Any, we'll, any we'll pay team. Him, we'll pay him a shitload of money. I don't care. You know, any any team that. Needs a wide receiver or doesn't need a wide receiver, Galladay can go on. Yes, I mean he he could make any team better instantly. The point where he what what about signs? What if the Dolphins trying to make a move for Galladay? They'd be instantly better. I mean it, it would be great for the Dolphins, but the way Matthew Stafford slings it, it would be a hit to his fantasy production. Stafford, oh yeah, hundred yes. percent. So I, is I, he going to be there next year? I think so. There's been rumblings about that. I, I think it's a little overreaction, but. Matthew yeah. Stafford is the best quarterback they can get in the current situation. They could potentially try to groom a quarterback, get a little project back out there, and see what happens. But I, no one's beating out Matthew Stafford. It he's, wouldn't be a surprise if Fat Trisha did something stupid. Uh, you know, he's not. I don't think he's that level of stupid. Hmm. He's not Adam Gase. He's not Matt Nagy. Uh, not McDaniel's. No, he's not Josh McDaniel's. McDaniel's when yeah, he was on he, Denver. Yeah, he's not. He's not. Uh, Mike McCarthy, in my opinion. Are you saying he's he's a he's a good head coach? No, no, okay. no. I'm glad I'm glad yeah. we cleared that up. There we go. Uh-huh. So so you said Nelson Aguilar is not a start. I'm not starting. I hundred percent disagree with you. Okay. I want Nelson Aguilar in my starting lineup this week. I think he's got a good matchup. I think uh, the way Derek Carr is playing, I yeah, think he's playing he, great. He's, sl- he's slanging the ball, and if slanging the ball, if the quarterback is slanging it, slanging the ball. Yeah, if the quarterback is slanging it. The receiver going to catch it. Are they? Are you sure? I'm, well, or are they going to drop the baby? Nelson Aguilar, he might drop the baby. He might drop the baby. He might the baby. <laughs> he might drop a baby. But he he's going to catch a couple babies. That's all you need. You just need a couple catches of the babies. Uh, now, I mean, Nelson Aguilar, I think he's a solid spot start this week. I think he's going to be a potentially weekly 
spot starter because right now there's just there's just so many injuries, so many uncertainties. A lot of bye weeks are happening right now. I feel like you're just in that spot where you got to do it. Understandable. Understand. Of course, it's understandable. Plus, the only the only knock is that they have 25 mile per hour winds. They have a little windy overcast. That's the only unfortunate thing. Regardless, I I would still definitely do it. Now, uh, did you talk about the Browns yet? Yeah. Okay. So you you nailed it, right? I'm going to assume you nailed it. No, no. Of course. What'd you say about Higgins? I didn't even hear you about Higgins. <laughs> I didn't even talk about your boy Higgins. Wow. Does that hurt your soul a little yes, bit? Yes, a little bit. Main topic was Jarvis. Okay. Jarvis and Kareem Hunt obviously starts. Higgins, I know, is your boy. I like my Left boy Higgins. Him for you. So Higgins, I think he earns a spot. Uh, he, he, he was productive. Higgins or Nelson? Oh, man, don't make me pick. I got, I got to make you pick. You only got one option. Who are you doing? Oh, man, I don't like this. I don't like this game. Oh, okay. I will go. I'm going Aguilar. I think there's I would, less weapons. I would I would go Aguilar, better quarterback, too. Yeah, less Baker's option. bigger hasn't been playing where, well. Yeah, but Baker did have the ending of the game where he completed 22 straight passes. You know what? I was, I was thinking about that. I was pondering this the other day. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, so Baker played a thousand times better without Odell. Okay. I think Odell is just making everyone worse. So I mean, I think he's stressing out the quarterbacks to the T because he's not producing, and Baker was trying to force him the ball or trying to look like he's forcing the ball, and he's gone, so he doesn't have to worry about it, and he's just feeding the ball around. Yeah, he's just he, sometimes the best option is to go to the wide open receiver, not necessarily ninety percent of the ninety nine percent of the time is go to the wide open receiver. <laughs> Baker Mayfield, he might not have been doing that. He'd been trying to go at the best receiver, and sometimes it is just not the best option. So, T. Higgins, I think he's going to be a great start, though. I mean, Nelson, Nelson Aguilar gets the edge a little bit, but T. Higgins, I think he's going to be a phenomenal start. I do not trust the Raiders' defense. Did you say T. Higgins? Sorry, Rashad Higgins. Okay. Sorry, thank you. Thank you for the correction. You're welcome. Yeah, 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 whatever. So, Tennessee versus the Bengals. But also, I'm going to backtrack a quick second. I mean, Bayfield went against the Bengals. I don't think that, I don't think it's saying much. Fair? No, it's not saying much. No, there we go. Okay, cool. Glad we agree. Now the Titans versus the Bengals. I expect Derrick Henry to have a bounce back game against the Bengals. I expect AJ Brown to do what he does and do what he does best, which is score touchdowns. I like it. I expect Johnu Smith to have more than one catch for nine yards this game. Nah. Nah. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah that, that'd be kind of sad if he didn't. Uh, on the Bengals side, who we started? You pause there for a second. Yeah, I did concerned. pause. Giovanni Bernard, I want to make this very clear. If you have Giovanni Bernard, there is no reason he should be on your bench. Every week, if Joe Mixon is not there, he is a must-start. I can't say this enough. Every time Mixon is not there, Giovanni Bernard produces on a regular basis. Start him. Put him in your lineup. Don't worry about it. So that makes me want to ask, is he better than Joe Mixon? I don't know. That's a, that's a good point because I mean when Joe Mixon's we've, there, we've, we've seen we've seen a lot of run, backup running backs produce a good amount when the starters have been out, and then once they get the full time role, they don't really perform like they should. Kenny and Drake, but uh, but but what I'm saying is 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 he better than Joe Mixon? No, I, I don't I don't think so. But production is showing a little different right now. I think there's a massive difference between NFL production and fantasy football production. Joe Mixon. He, he's I don't know, he's a good NFL running back, 
And obviously he has his massive games, but I think Giovanni Bernard is a better fantasy football running the, back. The issue with that is he's not going to get all the volume. Mixon is there. Mixon will be there, and they'll keep feeding him mainly. So Giovanni Bernard will not be a – I get what you're saying, but he's he's not going to be that guy. No, he's and not that, that guy. That's not what the – that's not the type of back he is anyway. So wherever he goes, he will never be the workhorse back. No, he's not built that way, but he's a great – my starter running back is injured. I need you to be the workload for a game or two. He's going to be phenomenal in that role. Absolutely. So New England oh, – but before, of course, we go, let's talk about the wide receivers real quick. T. Higgins has been playing pretty good football lately. He's yeah. Been ta- mean, he's, he's been taking the A.J. Green role, but A.J. Green. It, does it make you even more sad that the Niners didn't get T. Higgins? No, Brandon Ayuk is playing good. You're happy with Ayuk? So Shanahan, he found a skill set that he wanted in a receiver, and he went and got it. Yeah, I don't think think he wants a big-bodied receiver. Do you think Higgins would be worse on your guys' offense than? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. George Kittle is the big-bodied receiver, and sometimes I feel questionable about his production. George Uh, Kittle? You have questions about George Kittle's production? Did uh, you just say that? A little bit. Sorry. Are you kidding me right now? That hurts your feelings? Dude, he is your offense. He is the offense. He literally – dude, screw Jimmy G, dude. Get anyone back there. He runs right through George Kittle. George Kittle is more important than Jimmy G. I will will bet on that. George Kittle is your offense. No. Literally. So so the Niners are 20 – Three and six with Jimmy G at quarterback, and I think they are three and seventy-two without Jimmy G and quarterback. So, do you think Jimmy G is uh, rank Jimmy G as a quarterback right now? He's top is fifteen. He, he's top fifteen. Top fifteen. Top fifteen is is mediocre. Yeah, it's we got a thirty-two team league here. Yeah, that means you're you're giving him a fifty percent grade. He's not even he's not even passing. He's failing drastically. Not and, necessarily. And, and by the way, like I, I got higher than fifty percent in high school. So I'm I'm just saying, am I better than Jimmy G? Maybe not at quarterback. So, so, what, so what are we so what are we so what top ten? No, not not quite. He definitely could be. It depends on the play calling in the game and the game script on how it goes, but uh, uh top fifteen is safe. I'm gonna put him around the thirteen, twelve range. I think that's completely fair. Where would you put Derek Carr right now? 15 to 14 to 13 range. I think they're about performing. So Jimmy G's playing better than Carr? No, they're playing the same. They're the, It's like 1A, 1B in a way. Hmm. They hmm. both have like different skill sets, and I think they're finally being used properly in a way, hmm. and and they're just producing pretty good. I mean, Derek Carr has a little bit more production. To, he, he has more touchdowns to his name. I think Jimmy G has a little bit more maneuverability in him. If that makes sense. Does that make sense? Maneuver. What was that? Manu- maneuverability. I like that one, huh? Uh, you're you're a hero. Thank you. I think that's a five syllable word. So, so Carr has thirteen touchdowns, two interceptions. Correct. All Jimmy right. G has seven and four, I believe. Okay, and then seventy-two percent completion percentage for Carr. Okay, and then a thousand seven hundred yards. Yes. Okay. Yes, but uh, Jimmy G has played. Uh, less games, two less games, two less games, right? Two less games, and then taken out halfway through one of them because he was not healthy for that game. So I mean, yes, Derek Carr is playing better football and has better statistics. It's a, uh, it's, it's, it's apples to oranges at this point. I don't know. It's I, uh, okay, all right, I Fair. get it. I, uh, sure. No. I'm just, I'm just not a, I'm not a believer. 
I'm not a believer in Jimmy G. Are you a believer in Derek Carr? Because in I'm, the beginning I'm of really the year, not, I'm really not a believer in Derek Carr. To be totally honest, yeah. With in you. the beginning Long of the term, year, you have I, said not, no. I'm not. I, I still say no. But He's who playing are good they going right to get? Now. Who, what would they do, or who could they get to upgrade their team? Right now? Yeah, not right now, or maybe it, next year. It would year? it would be like a draft pick in a while. Like the, there's no one right now that I would be like, go out and let's get him. Obviously, because no one's going to be on the waiver wire, right? No, no one's going to be a free agent if they're going to be a talented quarterback. And then you saw what Cam Newton did. Cam, Cam Newton's going to get if he doesn't perform, they they will just bench him permanently. And he stated that today. So Derek Carr is our best option right now. Until there is a better option. I don't think there will be a better option unless somehow a draft pick pans out. So, but as of right now, I think they have other holes. Oh, we definitely have other holes. But w- what I'm saying is, do you see Derek Carr or Jimmy G there for another six to five years? Uh, Jimmy G, I think, is over 30. How, how, how old is Derek Carr? Derek Carr's not that old. He's not that old. He's not that old. I'll, I'll double check. You'll, you you can double check for, for me while I start. He's 29. 29? Okay, so he's not that old either. Uh, so, I mean, they're they're not old. And, and Jimmy G's 29 as well. So, do do you see them going five or six years with the same team is, is my question right I now. I fully see them going five to six more years. I don't know about the same team. Okay. So, so then, I, yeah. I'm so going to go then, yes. So I'm then go he, yes. So they're not the answer is what you're telling so me. So I'm going to go yes. Because okay. they already signed relatively long-term contracts and they're considered cheap long-term contracts compared to what's being signed now. Okay. So, so you are saying they're going to be there for five to six years. Yes, because okay. their, uh, their upside is worth their contracts. Does that make sense? I get what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. I mean, right now they're both getting paid about 20, 25, 25, 25 mil, 27 million. Car and right now Mahomes is getting 40. Jack Prescott's getting his own 30 this year, uh, this year guaranteed. Russell Wilson's up in the upper, uh, upper thirties. Uh, Matt Ryan, mid thirties, Roethlisberger, mid thirties. Uh, I mean, uh, if they wanted another quarterback, they want an elite quarterback. They're going to have to spend a lot of, cap salary for that uh, right now i think Derek carr is putting the same amount of production uh for half the price yeah uh, I, yeah it's a good point there thank you thank you so the patriots versus the bills uh speaking of cam newton if he does not produce against the bills which i do not think he will this is a pretty good bills defense uh he, he might get benched sure. i think yeah go ahead cam newton you, you don't think he's gonna start uh, I think he's going to start. I just don't think he's going to play well. Oh, no. I I, I would assume he's probably not going to play well. Uh, you yeah. think this is the last game he starts for New England Patriots? I, I think he needs to sit out a couple weeks because wow. I just don't think he's healthy. What do you – okay, I, so I, so what? I what think, are we talking about? I think COVID took a little number on him, and he, he's just a different quarterback. I don't think so. I, uh, I don't think that's the reason. I mean, I, I can't imagine you have COVID, uh, you show the symptoms of it, and then all of a sudden you come back and you become an elite player. You become an elite player. Well, he he, he was he, playing a lot better before COVID than after COVID. There's so, a so huge you difference. so you 100 percent think it's just COVID related. Uh, so do you think so? So by saying that, you would bet money that he would just go back to normal at some point. So five weeks from now, he'll just be back to normal. Cam Newton, then they'll sign him an extension, and he'll be the quarterback there. Because uh, I mean, that's what you're saying. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, so that's what you're going to bet on. Yeah, I, okay. I think in a couple of weeks he's going to bounce back and start playing a whole lot better. Right now, I think uh, he needs to sit out a little bit and get some decent rest. 
but that means they're wide receivers well, on the Patriots. I do not want to start many of them, if any of them. Any of them. None of them. Uh, now, there is a wide receiver, Bird, with the last name Bird. Uh, I think he might be a very good option. If you need really need a spot start or if you're just desperate or you feel like you want to chase an upsided play, uh, he could be a nice stash pick for you to pick up and see what happens there. Uh, other than that, right now, they just don't have much weapons on the offensive side, whether it's wide receivers or running backs that I want to reliably go to. Do you think the Bills are just going to steamroll the Patriots? No, because the Patriots, they still have a good defense. I mean, uh, granted, Belichick's Shan- still there. Yeah, Belichick's still there. They still have a good defense. Shanahan destroyed that defense. Uh, but, I mean, uh, the Bills' offense is not Shanahan's offense, so I, th- I think they're going to be a little bit more vanilla. So, uh, we're on the Patriots here. Okay. Patriots are 2-4. and four. Yes. Who are they missing? They're missing wide receivers. They're missing Tom Brady. They are missing Tom Brady. Well, Tom I mean, Brady's yes. five and two. Yes. I'm just saying. There's a difference. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm putting it out there. Do, do, do the Patriots I'm have Mike Evans, Godwin, Gronkowski, a solid no, running back? No, but they have a system. They have a system. They got the system, huh? They got the system. But now the Buccaneers right? have the so, same system. I right? mean. The, no, the Buccaneers do not have the same system. Tom Brady Bruce, goes, Ar- Bruce Arians is is the head coach over there. Bill Belichick is not the head coach over there, okay? He does things differently. It is, is not the same system. It is not the same thing, okay? Tom Brady is there, and he's in Bruce Arians' system. So my thing is, is, is Tom Brady the reason? Because if you're saying the Bucs have the system now, then you're saying Tom Brady was all Patriots, right? Yes. Okay. No, I mean, so I don't are think you, I've ever said no. So you, uh, I, I'm just, I, I'm correlating what you're telling me right now. So you said when I said you said Tom Brady, they they have the system now, because you said Godwin, Evans, all that, and they then you're like, but team. they still have the system because they have a great team. Yes. Uh, if you give the Patriots the same team, if you give Cam Newton the same team, on. The uh, Buccaneers, but that'd be just as good. That's not what we're talking about. We're so so. Patriots have a good system, as you keep saying. Yes. Okay. And then this is where the talent comes in. So okay. the Buccaneers are more talented that don't have the same system as the Patriots. Okay. Tom Brady was on the Patriots. Okay. And they did very well, right? Yes. They've always been doing very well. Now they're two and four. Tom Brady is not there. So, whose fault is it? Like, what are? Can we blame this on Bill Belichick? Because you know the argument with everyone is. Is it Tom Brady or is it Belichick? So or is it both? It, it, it's both, but Belichick deserves some blame for not building pieces around whoever's the starting quarterback or for not helping the defensive line out because they're not getting pressure on the quarterback. Uh, they don't have wide receivers to beat man coverage. They don't have running backs to break open lanes. They don't have an offensive line to help the quarterback out. Uh, I, I so feel like need, Belichick So you need more talent. Blame. They need a lot more so talent around talent. Them. Belichick deserves some blame for not creating that much talent around him. Uh, but I'm still going to believe in that system for putting them in a position to be two and four. Yes, but they need talent. They in need that talent. System. Okay. They there's, need talent. The, there's the talent key. They need talent. All right. Just wanted to make sure we said that. Okay. All right. So the bill side, I want to tell you to be careful oh. because it's 43 degrees, rain and windy. They should have 19 mile per hour winds this game. And it should be rainy. So Josh Allen, he has not played well in the rain. Both games uh, he played in the rain. He definitely struggled, whether it was the Chiefs or against the Titans. 
with John Brown, I think he's going to step up a little bit and play a lot better. But I do want to hamper expectations down a little bit, especially on both teams, so both sides of the rosters. Because it's that kind of it, – it seems like a dirty, grungy game, right? You would it think. It seems like it's going to be a little old-school football. Do we think Zach Moss gets more involved? A he's bigger back? Yeah. Is that too far off? or No, because shifty backs have beaten the Patriots' defense, not necessarily big backs. I mean, we saw uh, Jermichael Hastley really uh, beat him to the outside and take it upfield. I think Devin Singletary, while he's not exactly shifty and uh, speedy, I think he'll still get the bulk of the carries. Okay, okay. Now, I do want to say Stephon Diggs still going to be a must-start. If John Brown plays, he is a must-start in my opinion. I think he has a little higher upside than uh, Diggs does this week. I think it depends on how the defense does the coverages, yeah. but I definitely want to agree with that statement. Now, the Chargers versus the Broncos. Uh, we saw G- we see Justin Herbert. He's putting up Patrick Mahomes-type numbers. I love it. He's a for-sure start. Keenan Allen, for-sure start. Uh, Hun- uh, Hunter Henry, start. Running backs, start. Yeah. Dustin Jackson, start. I'm starting uh, Justin Jackson and feeling a little more comfortable than I am with Joshua Kelly. Yes, but, I want to agree there. I want to agree. Yes. Uh, but I do not feel like the Chargers have a good offensive line. They're not opening too many holes. They're still averaging 3.3 yards per carry, which isn't the best in the NFL. I feel like you're still lacking upside by starting char- Chargers running backs. On the other side of the ball, uh, Jerry Judy, put him in. Yeah, you can put him in. Yeah, okay. Tim Tim Patrick. Is he fully healthy? Ooh, that is a solid question. Let me figure that one out. So if if he is fully healthy, you could consider it. Any of these wide receivers, in my opinion, you're you're looking at like a wide receiver three to a flex end. I, I don't see too much upside with that. Noah Fant, though. I would feel comfortable starting Noah Fant if he is back and healthy and ready to go. I feel like as long as Noah Fant's healthy... You're putting him in the starting spot. Tim Patrick, he has not practiced as of Thursday. So that kind of puts him in the questionable to doubtful side. For so that. then that, to me, that's going to boost up a little bit of Jerry Judy. You would not, think so. Not too, too much, but it's it's going to just increase the volume. Now, there. the Chargers, they do have KC Hayward, who is a very good uh, cornerback. I expect him to be around Jerry Judy's side, but still, I'm going to put him in my start spot. I think Drew Locke is a pretty good quarterback in order to move the ball down the field for him and because he's a pretty good quarterback that I expect him to move the ball down the field that's going to open up for who uh, your boy kicker of the week brandon mcmanus brandon mcmanus is, is that who you're talking about that, that, that's the guy i would be talking about hmm interesting it is interesting you know what else is interesting we nail the kicker of the week every week? Uh, we we do. I mean, last hmm. week, Matt Prater, he had 16 points. The week before that, Young Hoku. The week before that, Daniel Carlson. We just know our kickers. Someone took Prater for me in, in, in our league, actually. You want to ask who? It was Blake. Really? No, not as young as who. It was it was Prater. Yes, Matt he, Prater. He stole Prater from me. Oh. He, he, did him, he did him great. He did him wonders. Man, he got him the win. That's okay. But, I got Sly. Oh, Sly, Sly's going to be pretty good. Sly did great. Sly, Sly did, did great. Sly did great. Week. Granted, right now they're going to be playing later tonight 
in uh, Thursday Night Football. As soon as we're done with this episode, it should be airing pretty soon. Uh, but they actually have strong winds and uh, light rain. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be questionable on that one. Well, Sly was last week. Sly was last week. I have my Justin Tucker back in. Don't you oh, worry. God, don't, you Justin wor- don't you worry. There we go. But Sly was my uh, bye week start. Ooh. Last week, so so yeah, why it is, worked out well? Why is McManus the kicker of the week? Because uh, I the Chargers they have a good defense, but I still expect Drew Locke to j- drive the ball down the field. I don't expect him to put too many touchdowns with a lack of weapons. But more importantly, it should be fifty nine degrees, clear weather. Three mile per hour winds in mile high. I mean, it should be good weather, good kicking. I mean, in the other ones right now, we got 21 mile per hour winds, 26, 25, 19, 22, 16. It's wild. It's rainy. It's cloudy. This one is clear weather. Uh, I think McManus is going to be the go. So for all the people that keep saying kickers do not matter, um, they matter. You're probably in last. Justin Tucker currently has it's more just, points than uh, Cooper Cup in a uh, half point half point PPR league. You you do need to make sure you have solid kickers with good matchups. Don't just throw someone in there. Do your due diligence research or just let us do it for you. Listen to us. Yeah. We'll tell you who to start. All you, gotta do is, all you gotta do is listen. All you gotta do is listen. I mean McManus is owned in twenty nine percent of Yahoo leagues. This isn't like a Justin Tucker where, you know what, you might have to trade him in order to get him. But uh, he, he's owned in a majority of leagues. So that moves on to the Niners and the Seahawks. It could be a sneaky game. Uh, I think the Seahawks have a little bit of a hold on this one. But uh, there's a lot of fantasy implications on this game. I don't expect Tyler Lockett to have 16 catches, 200 yards, and two touchdowns. Or three touchdowns. I don't even know anymore. Three touchdowns? Uh, I expect Metcalf to actually get the bulk of the carry, uh, bulk of receptions. Uh, because the Niners don't necessarily have any big-bodied uh, cornerbacks. But they got a lot of little shifty ones. So, that makes me want to ask. Should DK Metcalf get points for running down a interception? If he saves the touchdown, you should get at least a point, I think. You should get something. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. I can't believe sh- You should get something. I can't believe it. You ran the guy down 90, 95 yards, and you don't get any points for it? And you turned it into a meme. Like, <laughs> all of the above. He, he he knocked it out of the park. You should get something. I don't know. I don't. Know. Some, sometimes Yahoo scoring just pisses me off, and this is one of those moments. But regardless, uh, that offense is going to be a full start no matter who you have and what position, whether it's Russell Wilson, whether it's the wide receivers, whether it is the running back. Granted, so far, surprisingly, the Niners have allowed the least amount of fantasy points to running backs. Really? That would be correct, according to Yahoo. Uh, So that makes it a little bit unwanting to put a running back in that situation. But if you're Carlos Hyde, on Seattle's offense, you're going to get some receptions. You're going to get some touches. Chances are you're going to get a couple goal line touches as well. Yeah, and I mean, division games are also a little weird. And when you have a lot of volume because your main guy is out and you know he's going to get a good amount of volume, he is hurt, so that could change factors. But volume is super key. Volume is super important. And this one might mean a little bit more to Carlos Hyde. It is a revenge game against the team that drafted him. So uh, if Carlos Hyde plays... I would definitely put him in my lineup. I do not think that is a bad idea. He is a solid flex to potential RB2 with some upside. He got some touchdown upside. That's what I like about him. And on the other side of the ball, if Coleman does not play, which uh, I don't think he will this week, uh, Jamichael Hastley 
is going to be a fantastic option. Right now, Jarek McKinnon, he's not getting it done on the offensive side. He's too small to be a pass blocker. Are you sure his name's Hastley? Because I think Hasty. it's Hasty. Hasty. I call him Hastley. Oh, okay. So he's you, you, got a little, you got a little I'm uh, starting the pet name, name for him. Yeah. You got a pet name for him? He, Jermichael Hastley, because he's going to hastily move the ball down the field. Oh, I love see? it. See? Lo- see? Okay. See? I see where doing. you're going. See? I see where you're going. It's what we do in the streets. It's what we do in the streets. All right, all right. So, uh, Debo Samuel's not playing. Brandon Ayuk, solid wide receiver three to a flex. Uh, George Kittle, of course, you're going to start him. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, no, you're not going to start him. I'm sorry, Niners fans out there, especially to myself out there. Uh, you're not going to start Jimmy Garoppolo. Anybody else that you want to question? No, I think you nailed it. Jordan Reed, he might be active for this game. He has a good chance of playing. Would you start him if he plays? No. No? You think as long as George Kittle is there, he's not startable? Yeah, I'm I'm just not starting him. I can come back and see what he does after that. But Kittle is the main guy. He goes through everything. I, no. I, I think there should be better options for you. If there's not, then... Sure, but you're. I, I wouldn't expect a lot. Yeah, that that one's definitely a Niner fan move to make. I wouldn't do it quite yet. He, he, I think you could stash him and see what happens because if DBO Sam was gone for an extended period of time, they could definitely be putting in two tight ends on the field to help really ground and pound and go that play action style, but I'm not doing it now. Other than that, I'm not sure there's anybody else on the Niners. Uh, Coleman, if he plays... Shanahan said he would be the starter, so I mean, you, you could definitely put him in your flex. You could put Jared McKinnon in your flex. I don't uh, recommend it. Jamichael Hastley, he is definitely a flex play at this point. Uh, they're all flexes. Every Niners player is a flex at this point because they're unreliable and you're kind of relying on some yak. They they have a very good scheme, but they have they're like the worst for fantasy. Yeah, other than Kittle, everybody has like a specific role, and eventually somebody reaches that role. Or, you know, that role gets needed and they get called in. And you just can't game script it or predict it, unfortunately. So the Saints against the Bears. The Bears qu- are the Bears the worst 5-2 and two team you've ever seen in your life? Nah. Like, the, the offense needs to get going it, at some point. The offensive line needs God, to get going. The Once the offensive horrid. line gets going, I think everything else will fall into place. But do you really think the offensive line is going to no. get going? No. Okay. No. All right. So th- there's that on the Bears. David Montgomery, he is going to be relevant production alone, not talent. Uh, he's been described as a broken refrigerator in the backfield. How do you feel about that? <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> that is a, I like that. I would go with a broken vending machine because, you know, you put your money in, which is your draft stock. And you're kind of hoping you get something tasty in your turn. But, you know, it kind of happens when, when the food gets stuck on the window. And oh. then you're just kind of sad and disappointed. So you start shaking it a little bit. Come think, on, like, help me out, help think, me out here. Yeah, I, th- I think that's perfect. Okay. Except when you're shaking it, like a bag of mints fall down uh, instead of, like, yuck. your Doritos or your Cheetos, you know? Yuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then and then you put, like, another, uh, you know, stock in or put another dollar in so another one comes down and knocks it down, and but they both get stuck. Oh, God. Don't get me started on vending machines. Eventually, you're just you gonna okay? have to break do you need the a glass. Minute? Yeah, I do. Sorry, uh, but I mean they're gonna be started. Jimmy Graham, especially if uh, Allen does not play. Sorry, I, I Allen kinda, Robinson. Allen Robinson. Yes, I kind of blanked on his name for a second. Allen Robinson does not play. Jimmy Graham is gonna be a fine start. I think he is a fine start regardless. Somebody I want to mention, Cole Komet. Yeah, he's getting a lot of playing time. He's been getting targets lately, and when you have a poor 
offensive line, quick passes are going to be the move. Cole Komet is somebody to look out for, especially, in my opinion, a dynasty format. I don't see Jimmy Graham be there for too long, making him a solid option. Now, uh, on the Saints side, give me a breakdown. The Saints side? The Saints side. So, I mean, you're obviously starting Kamara. That's a no-brainer. I'm probably staying away from uh, Murray this week. Michael Thomas, if he's back, you're starting him right away. Lutz is going to be a start. Other than that, I'm probably going to stay away from everyone else. Yeah. Pretty, I, I, pretty simple, basic, clean cut, clear. Emmanuel Sanders is still out on the COVID list. Other than that, there isn't too much going on on this offense. Are you starting Drew Brees? No. This is a good Bears defense. Yeah, I, I'll stay away. I'm not going to waste my time on that. So I got a question for you. Let's hear it. In Dynasty, I have the Bears defense, and I also have the Niners defense. Okay. I don't want to drop either of them. Because they're both very good defenses. Mm-hmm. What would you start? I'd start against Saints. You would go Bears? Uh, yeah, I'd definitely do Bears. I would lean on that as well. Of course, temperature I'm, for this game is 37 degrees with a 22-mile-per-hour wind. And, and Saints have not looked the same. I know they don't have Michael Thomas, but you also have, I mean, the Seahawks' offense is just ridiculous. Niners' defense is hurt. Uh, all over the place right now. So I think a safer bet is Chicago Bears defense that's just killing it right now. Yeah, and I don't want to drop the Niners defense because next year, which, of course, it's Dynasty. I'm always looking for that. Uh, They might be back up and running and becoming a must-start defense. Regardless, uh, Cowboys versus the Eagles. This is Sunday night. I still can't (laughs) believe they're putting these games in Sunday night. I mean, of course, I want to see the third-string quarterback for a little bit. Just just for a little bit. I just want to see how it goes. Honestly, they should switch the Niners in the Seahawks game, I'd rather Monday not. That, I'd rather not. That that would be a, that would uh-uh. be a good match. No, I, do, I don't want to see it. Sorry, I don't want it on prime time. It could be ugly. <laughs> well, is it, is it, does it hurt your soul? It could be ugly. I don't <laughs> want to do it. No, no, sorry. Uh-uh. Uh, I mean, everyone else wants to see it. No, I no don't. one cares no. what you want to see. Sorry, nope, not one we, person. We well, I mean, actually, uh, you would be wrong because Cowboys Eagles is on national television. <laughs> huh? So they have a fifty-four degree weather in the rain. It's supposed to rain sixteen mile per hour wins so this could be a ground and pound game this is what zeke wants here right this is what zeke wants this is what zeke wants he needs to get back on track i mean absolutely they're gonna run the ball like crazy especially with a third string quarterback because i do not see andy dalton coming in and starting uh the eagles boston scott's gonna get a good amount of volume here i think Uh, but it depends how the weather is going to be it should be an interesting game Uh, i see the eagles winning this one yeah. Actually, you know what? I think it's going to be a lot closer, but I do think the Eagles are going to I don't, win. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a massive blowout, especially because of the weather, but I see Eagles pulling it out. Yeah, I'm going to put Fulgham in my lineup. I'm not necessarily wanting to put any Cowboys receiver in my lineup, but I would put Cooper. Uh, on the Buccaneers' last game, Monday night, Buccaneers versus the Giants. Uh, I'm, I'm starting everybody on the Buccaneers' side. So whether that's Scotty Miller, Evaning, uh, Mike Evans, Ronald Jones, Tom Brady, Gronkowski. Am I missing anybody? No. I, I, so, Ronald Jones, Fournette, do you feel like you could flex? No. Okay. 
perfect. I do not want yeah. to do that. Actually, well, I mean, they might blow them out so much that Fournette gets some carries, but I'm not, I'm not relying on that. No, Ronald Jones has been carrying the ball pretty well, uh, especially with Fournette being out, so I think they'll just stick with him and Fournette will be in here and there. Yeah, I think that is the fairest. Now, on the Giants' side, Wayne Gallman, since I'm expecting him to play and not Devontae Freeman, Wayne Gallman, would you put him in against a tough Buccaneers defense? No, I'm going to stay away. I'd rather go with like a Darius Slayton if I have to put someone on from the Giants. Yeah, Darius Slayton. What about Sterling Shepard if he plays, which I expect him to? I, I can see it because I think they're going to be down a good amount and they're going to have to throw the ball a lot. But Slayton is more – I'd feel very a lot more comfortable with Slayton than, than Sterling Shepard. Yeah, but sure. I – I would start both of them and feel not that bad about it. I don't mind it at all. So, I think we knocked out all the games. Let's do a quick Star is Born segment. All right. Star is Born. John Brown is my Star is Born. I think... The matchup is going to be good for him. Stefan uh, Diggs is going to see Gilmore. He is back. Josh Allen wants him back. And he's got his intermediate to short route to deep throw runner on the field. Uh, I think John Brown's in for a big game. Looks healthy. Practicing in full multiple days this week. If he is starting and playing, I'm putting him as a must-start character. Yeah, absolutely. I love that pick. My star is born is going to be one of your favorites. One of my favorites, A.J. Brown loved him when he came out of old miss he's been killing it since he's been back in the lineup he's been absolutely killing it this lineup this matchup against the Bengals is going to be a low end i mean he's been a low end wide receiver one every time he's in i I see him as a top five finish this week he's a must start guy and he'll be like that for a while fully agree now let's move on to the doo-doo players of the week Your doo-doo player of the week. Jarek McKinnon. He is going to be my doo-doo player. Uh, He had three carries, negative one yards. Michael Hastley looked really good. Even if Coleman is there, I would still rather put either one in my lineup other than McKinnon. And even if Coleman does not play, I would still rather not start Jarek McKinnon. I would look for other options. I think Hastley might just absolutely steal this backfield until Mostar comes back. I, I love the I, yeah, I, I love the play. I love it. Give me yours. So my doo-doo player of the week is going to be a gentleman that I think is very, very talented. But circumstances change, right? Circumstances. C.D. Lamb, very talented wide receiver. But when you have no quarterback to throw to you, it's going to be pretty rough. You saying Drew Locke is bad? Am I saying Drew Locke is bad? Yeah. We're on the wrong. We're, oh, yeah. On the, oh you're my, on the oh wrong my, page oh my here. Oh, God. You're I, on the wrong I, page I heard here, you okay? say. Uh, CeeDee Lamb. I heard you Oklahoma, say the other one. Okay. I heard you Jerry say the other Judy, guy. Bama. All right. Let's, I'm glad we're on the same page now. No, no right? we weren't. Okay, so, there we go. <laughs> so, CeeDee Lamb, very talented wide receiver, has a bright future, a very bright future in the league. But, unfortunately, with Andy Dalton being hurt and does not look like he's going to come back, obviously Dak is not going to be there. They're going to have the third string uh, quarterback in it. It's not going to look good. The weather is not very good. I'm staying away from CeeDee Lamb. He's my doo-doo player of the week. You know what? Now that we figured out who you were talking about, I'm (laughs) going to have to agree with you. 
that offense, they got humbled a little bit. It's going to get humbled a little bit more. Fully agree with that pick. Yeah. Now, of course, if you liked this episode, it was a little bit of a hefty episode. There's a lot of information being thrown around. And unfortunately, when the league hamburger, you know, the meat of the league is won and lost within these few weeks, it's it's pretty important to deep dive a little bit and go over the matchups. Of course, we make fun of each other in the middle of it, but <laughs> hopefully you guys enjoyed the content. If you did, please leave a rating, follow, and enjoy and hopefully you guys actually listen to our advice i know i know some people they listen but they didn't follow and now they're stuck at one and five two and five. Oh, that's aggressive yeah one and six something <laughs> like that they're, they're just not doing too hot and they should probably be listening a little bit more other than that chris got a send off good luck this week good luck everybody Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too.